0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is your kingdom moment, and I am your host, Kevin Jones. Choices that we make, things that we seek in life, are we seeking the correct thing? Are we following after things that are eternal, or are we looking for the gratification of the now. What are we profiting when we seek God versus seeking the world? Father, today we thank you. We thank you for watching over us last night. We thank you for waking us this morning. We thank you because this is a day of new mercies and we will rejoice and be glad in it another day of opportunity to see you work effectually in our lives. We pray today that you will receive all of the glory and all of the honor that you so desire out of our lives. For we are grateful and thankful for your sacrifice of your son at Calvary. Now today, as we move about our day, let it be a God day. Let it be a day that glorifies and lifts up the name of Jesus. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, many of us in the society in which we live in, a visual society, a society of competition, a society of wants and needs, has gotten many people off balance in life, and we're seeking to have possessions, and we're seeking to have things, and we're seeking position and prominence. We're seeking all of the things that will make life great here, and there's nothing wrong with having those beautiful homes and wonderful cars, money in the bank. But it's how we go about our daily lives to seek those things. Because the Bible teaches us that if we seek the kingdom of God, which is the rule, the power, and the authority of God, he says that if we seek his kingdom first, because he already knows what we have need of, he will supply every need And the supply that he is supplying our need with is the reserve that is in heaven. And there is no limit to what God has in heaven because he is the creator of all things. He is the supplier of all things. But many of us, instead of seeking the kingdom of God, the rule of God, the power of God, and the authority of God, we are seeking the system of this world. In Mark chapter 8, beginning with verse 34, it says, And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospel's, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he come in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. So the question becomes to us in this particular text, what will it really profit you if you work all day and gain everything that this world has to offer? I believe there's a man in the Bible by the name of Solomon that the Bible said he had the greatest wisdom outside of Jesus, Greatest wisdom of any man that ever lived, and he was the richest man that had ever lived and obtained everything, had many wives and many concubines, had many camels and many goats, and many of everything. And when it was all over, after going to the finest places in the world, and after having the finest things of the world, and having it in abundance, he came to the conclusion that all was vanity and vexation of spirit. Have you ever desired something, and maybe a new car or a new home or an outfit or whatever it may be, and once you worked and got it and you showed it to everyone that you wanted to see it, it then becomes insignificant, and then you're back on the rat race again seeking the next thing. After you've bought that brand new car and you've shown it to everyone, then you ride down the street and you see another car that may be the same car as yours, but it has more accessories on it. Or maybe you see another car that's in another class and now you no longer want the automobile that you have, you want something else. Because this world is never intended to satisfy us. The only satisfaction that we can get in this life is by giving our life to Jesus Christ, giving it to him in salvation and giving it to him in service to that salvation. Many people are toiling day and night, working many hours, to pay for a home or to pay for whatever it is that they need to pay for. And yet they have no time to read their word. They have no time to go to church. They have no time to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he asked us, what shall it profit a man if he gained the whole world? if you conquer every continent, if you have all of the money that the world has to offer, all of the fame and all of the power, what does it profit you if you have not invested in that thing that is eternal? You see, things here are temporary. They will be here today. And James said, your life is nothing more than a vapor. It only appears for a moment. And because it only appears for a moment, it would behoove us to seek after the things that are eternal rather than the things that are not. For so what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Once he gains everything in life, will those things be a bargaining chip with God? When you stand before God, will you be able to give God your millions? in exchange for your soul? Will you be able to give God your homes, your cars? Will you be able to give God your clothing in exchange for eternal rest? Or will Christ say to you that you toiled and worked all of your days putting your mind on obtaining the fame of the world? And yet you neglected that which was spiritual. My dear brother and sister, it is time that we seek the mind of God. It is time to look at where we are as it relates to the coming of the Lord and ask ourselves the question, are we prepared to meet Jesus or are we prepared to buy a new home? You know, living in a great home is great. Driving a great car is great. Those are vehicles and tools that God will use for us to be able to bless others in the kingdom. But yet many receive the blessings of God and they hoard them to themselves. But I'm reminded when the disciples went fishing and their nets break because they had so many fish, they had to call other people around them and say, hey, come share in the glory of God with us. They didn't try to keep the things that God gave them to themselves. They didn't try to profit for themselves and not bless others. But yet, how many days have we driven past a homeless person who sleeps at night on the concrete outside and all the weather conditions and we bypass them and we look at them with pity instead of compassion. And we walk past them and go into our air-conditioned homes and Look into our closets with changes of clothing. Look into our refrigerators with multiplicities of food and yet not be moved with compassion. My brother and sister, what does it profit you to gain this world if you lose Jesus, if you lose your soul? Begin to repent in your heart and begin to seek after the mind of God. Open up the word of God bow down upon your knees and worship and praise unto God. Attend your local church, go to Bible study, press into the Lord, do more for God, do more investment in that thing that is spiritual versus the thing that is carnal. So that at the end, when you stand before God, he will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Father, we repent of all of our sins. We repent, Father, for seeking after the world instead of seeking your kingdom. For you have told us what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and yet lose his soul. Our desire is not to lose our soul. Our desire is to be pleasing in your sight. So we ask that you will cleanse us and wash us of all of our sins today. For we confess before you our inabilities, our frailties, our faults, our sins. And now we're covered under the blood of Jesus Christ. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. God bless you today.